Hello and welcome to another episode of Scratcom Talks. I'm your host, Jafar Hasnan. Today we are going to talk about journalism in the digital age, how to combat misinformation and fake news. And to discuss it today, joining me is uh, Mr. Bora Bayraktar. He is a veteran journalist who has covered some of the major conflicts in the world. He's also the director of Anadolu Agency's News Academy. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Bayraktar, for joining us today on this podcast. Thank you very much. So uh, to begin with, since you have been in this industry for more than two decades, help us understand how do you think journalism has evolved? Uh, to be honest, uh, it's been almost uh, three decades and we are a generation, I am a ge- part of a generation who witnessed uh, this change. Uh, when I started in early 1990s, there was no social media. It was very difficult to uh, get access to certain areas and you have to be there when you cover a story uh, physically. You should, you, I mean, you, you had to be there and also you had to send your material physically. Uh, I mean, when you film, send to cassette, send to video, send to photo physically. But now we are in a, a very different times. So you don't have to worry about uh, transmitting your material. But now we have different challenges, of course. As I told you, it was uh, much difficult in terms of, you know, covering physical effort. But at the same time, uh, we had bigger crews. Now, when I look uh, journalists uh, with a mobile phone, with a smartphone, or with very uh, small equipment, you can cover as a big team. I mean, that's the major thing, I believe. So smaller teams, maybe uh, individually, as a video journalist or uh, with other, I mean, ways uh, you can report, you have more mobility. Uh, more access to materials. Uh, But uh, as I told you, we have different challenges now. Okay. Now, I think you've mentioned some great points here. And I want to pick up on the point of uh, mobility. Now, since uh, you have been in this industry for more than three decades, tell me, do you think that uh, the uh, presence of social media has in a way reinforced uh, fake news and misinformation? If you were to compare this with the, let's say, early 90s. Do you think fake news is uh, more common? Misinformation is more common in this uh, digital age? Of course. I mean, in the past, uh, when we talked about um, media journalism, actually, uh, there was, you know, as we have today, a mainstream media, big networks, because of the post uh, of the news operation, uh, now you have more dispersed uh, media other than mainstream networks. Uh, a person uh, can easily have at the platform, the news media environment individually, and they can give more input to the news environment, media environment. And this, uh, I think, uh, enabled many people who doesn't have a journalism background to divert, to uh, manipulate facts. And, you know, this, uh, in a way, increased the uh, fake news production. But at the same time, not only individuals, but also, unfortunately, uh, many networks, we can say even mainstream media, they also give complicated news or fake news, or they are exposed to uh, this media environment. 
and sometimes they cannot differentiate uh, facts with fakes. So I think this is another problem that we have today. Indeed. So certainly, Mr. Bayrak, there are people, many people, in fact, millions of people these days have access to smartphones and apps uh, such as Instagram and Twitter. And uh, there's another uh, ideology that has come into existence after, after the birth of social media, which many call citizen journalist. Now, what do you think about uh, citizen journalism? Do you think it's a blessing or a curse? I'm in the middle, to be honest. I, I wouldn't actually, okay, this is a concept that we use, citizen journalism, but I think journalism is a profession. Journalism is right. something you have to be specialist. Uh, when we call this thing as citizen journalism, I think we make a mistake here. Okay, we can talk about people reporting news, but this doesn't make them journalists. I think journalism is a very serious profession. It's something that uh, you develop by time, develop with, I mean, you have to be trained to be a journalist. You have to cover uh, a lot of stories and you should, in a way, have the responsibility. You should understand the responsibility of reporting. And uh, because this is a public responsibility, when we report, we have, I really uh, don't like this uh, term, citizen journalism. So on the one hand, if you look at what they do, on the one hand, it's good reporting stories, especially from places that we don't have access or in, when there's a breaking news, it's easier to access news, video, uh, information. That's good. But I think in any case, we need people, expert specialists who understand what is right, what is wrong, what is true, what is, uh, and we have to also take the responsibility of how we share uh, this information with public. I think we should think about this concept again. Right. Uh, I think you made a very interesting point about understanding the responsibility. And I think uh, the fact that some people do not understand the responsibility, that perhaps uh, leads to uh, uh, the resurgence or uh, perhaps the reinforcement of fake news and misinformation on the media. So let me move on to the next part of our discussion today, which is how to combat fake news and misinformation. Now, Mr. Bayraktar, you have covered the different conflicts over the past 30 years. So I think your uh, insights into this uh, topic would be very useful for our listeners. How can we best combat fake news and misinformation in this digital age? Yeah, first of all, we should understand that fake news, uh, fabric, sometimes these are misinformation, sometimes these are disinformation, sometimes it's manipulation. Sometimes it's part of propaganda or black propaganda. So first of all, we have to differentiate what is fake news. So we have to be aware of the uh, dimensions of this issue. Second, we have to be very careful when we report. As consumers, we have to understand case or, I mean, it's, it needs expertise. So we have to be very careful when we consume news. We, we should be aware of the facts, we should be aware of the political situation of the uh, related story or economy. I mean, we have to understand facts. We have to check facts and not, we shouldn't be in a hurry to consume these news. I think that's the most important part. We should take time and understand the reality behind it. And we should be very careful when you retweet or share this news 
with uh, other people. Right. And now, Mr. Bayraktar, before I ask you my last question, I just want to add one more question here. Do you think fake news, misinformation and disinformation these days, they are being used as a tool to uh, cause a diplomatic fallout to uh, affect a country in a hostile way diplomatically? There is a great struggle to earn people's hearts and minds. We know this uh, term from George Bush's famous speech, hearts and minds, but this is really important, not only politically, but in every field. The big uh, global companies, they want to sell their uh, different countries, try to have impact on the public opinion uh, of other countries. A new concept, hybrid war, which uh, includes the also uh, affecting other countries' ideas, uh, public opinion. So there's a great struggle. So we have to be uh, very aware of what uh, kind of struggle uh, we are in. Uh, we are the target, especially uh, not only a public opinion, but as the representatives of public opinion, journalists are more exposed to fake news and that kind of impact. So yes, there is a diplomatic economy and political struggle, which some sources try to have effect on news. So that's a fact. Uh, that's why we see more uh, international investment on media. We see Russians, Chinese, now Turkey, uh, other countries. Everyone is trying to, every state is trying to expo uh, share their view with their own uh, media companies. So that's a fact. And I think, yes, uh, we are in a great struggle. Uh, and this fake news is something very critical, strategic. Uh, and uh, everybody should be aware of. Right. So now, Mr. Bayraktar, uh, I just want to pick up on one thing that you mentioned. Now, for example, countries like China, Russia, now they're coming up with their own uh, media outlets in order to basically share their views on certain matters which are important to the world. Do you think eventually when countries, other countries start uh, doing this as well, it is going to counter this one narrative which uh, keeps on coming, especially from the Western part of the world? Of course, uh, I mean, when you look at Russian foreign policy concept, Chinese statements, uh, currently, I mean, Turkey's efforts to provide their own look uh, to the events, this is very important, crucial. Everyone is trying to break the monopoly of the Western media, especially when uh, they create a rhetoric. Let's, uh, I mean, let me give you an example, the Israeli-Palestinian question, for example. The Western media, their understanding of this issue is very different from Arab world or Turkey. Right. So um, I think there's a, a great struggle. So everybody will present their cases. All countries probably, uh, they are going to put their cases from their perspective, like who is right, who is wrong. I think uh, this is more healthy uh, than having one rhetoric, one-sided look. Uh, I think this will may feed fake news in the future. Indeed, indeed. And I think we're all hopeful uh, for that. Now, uh, Mr. Bayraktar, before I let you go, let me ask you my last and final question. This might be a bit difficult for you to answer because this is such a wide topic. And I think it's impossible for uh, uh, anyone to uh, cover this uh, within a short span of time. Tell me how to think like a journalist. <laughs> like a journalist? I mean, what I do, I faced with uh, a news uh, today, uh, you have to check all the aspects of a certain story. So you have to be very suspicious. The level of trust to sources, 
are very limited right now these days uh, from my point of view. So a journalist should be asking questions all the time and asking questions to different uh, sources all the time to uh, find out what is happening, what is right, what is wrong. I think questioning is the key word maybe. All right, uh, Mr. Bora Bayraktar, thank you very much uh, for talking to us on this important podcast. I'm sure our audience uh, is going to find your insights into this important discussion very helpful and useful. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. Thank you. My pleasure.